0: Kimberly here. This is Maccabish, cults, classics, and horrors. We're talking films, series, books, and life, and we're starting right now.
1: I have a story about John Goodman that may ruin your impression of John Goodman. And I don't know if I want to tell you because I don't really want Cause Carlos sounds like he really likes John Goodman. And I really don't want to ruin that for him. <laughs>
2: You're not going to ruin it. Tell me.
1: Okay. So <laughs> um, blues brothers, 2000, the, the movie with um, John Goodman, Dan Aykroyd um, was filmed in and around the Toronto and Oakville area. I'm sure you were aware of that. So my, um, my little cousin was the stand in for the kid in the movie. So anytime they would need a you know somebody for like to, to do stand-in stuff for photo ops and testing lighting and blah blah blah, that's what he would do. Um, there's actually a scene in the movie where he is in the back seat of the car for a few seconds. But anyway, um, John Goodman apparently is absolutely horrible to work with. He was constantly late on set. He was regularly drunk. He would hide out in his trailer between shots and apparently he was just the biggest dick in the world to everybody really so i'm very sorry to ruin any impression that you may have of john goodman but that's what i heard
2: no i'm not surprised i mean like i know a lot of really good actors go through phases like that mm-hmm. and maybe always like that
1: but hey, he, it, he may be different now i don't know because i mean this was like 20 years ago
2: because i know Was it him? I might be confusing him with somebody else, but I remember hearing about somebody around that time period that they were like going through substance abuse problems or some shit like that.
1: It's entirely possible. I mean, based on um, what I had heard about the, you know, drinking and smelling of alcohol, it's entirely possible that it was John Goodman. And seeing him recently, like he's lost a ton of weight and he actually looks pretty good. So maybe it was just a, you know, an issue that he was going through at the time. I don't know. I think he looked better, sadder. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I well, mean, he was also the younger. When you, when you lose that much weight at his age, your skin gets really gross and flabby. <laughs>
0: yeah, there's not going to be much snapping back. And he's super tall.
1: Yeah. I mean, good for him for, you know, getting healthy like that and losing that much weight. But yeah, he doesn't, um, like, he looks good from a, a physical build aspect, but yeah, he doesn't look good from a, you know, too much skin aspect. I want to get some (laughs) tucks.
0: Maybe he just hated that job.
1: That's also possible. Although he does still, um, appear with Dan Aykroyd, apparently when they do live performances now and then.
0: Acting's your (laughs) job and you got to get paid. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, We see these people going to conventions, and you can tell the ones who hate it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they're there. Well,
2: I mean, uh, like, like everybody always has off days. I remember one convention I went to; uh, I saw Tom Savini there, and I've I've met Tom Savini several times since, but he was just such a dick. And I, and I talked to him about that afterwards. He's saying, oh, just that I was having a really shitty day," and especially when you're you're greeted by like. 200 people all day like right. every day
1: right kind of... who else was at that convention because i met tom savini at a convention and he was a horrible dick i wonder if it was the same one
2: probably the same one it was that first year of uh what's it called uh, fan expo so i met um three or four or something like that
1: savini george romero and doug bradley all in the same day was that the same convention
2: yeah, and Kane Hodder was there and uh, Bill Mosley.
1: Okay. Yeah, we were both at the same convention at the same time. Yeah. That's pretty awesome.
2: No, he was a total he was a total dick that day. Uh, yeah, he was.
1: He yeah, I think he had been <laughs> I really got the gist that he had been out partying way too late the night before and was just totally hung over and did not want to be there.
2: <laughs> That'll do but it. I, saw him, I saw him like a couple of years later at a after party for room mort and uh yeah he was the sweetest dude you could ever talk to
1: mm-hmm. and I, I like i follow him on instagram and it, it seemed very much out of character once i started to actually um learn more about tom savini so i just i did i chalked it up to the fact that he was just having a really shitty weekend <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: and somebody was complaining um uh, on my page, she went to some convention and she saw Bruce Campbell. She's like, he was really mean. I think he's a bad guy. Kind of a break. He's a person. And when you're being like, you're at conventions and it's a constant onslaught of fans and you gotta be in character, I bet that's hard.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. When
0: it's on, like
2: all the time. Yeah.
1: It's-
0: and everybody wants to have their own experience with them. And everybody wants it to be a good experience. These people—they're are they're still just people. I mean, mm-hmm, cut the mm-hmm. man a break.
1: Yeah, and there's only so many times in a day where you can hear, you know, the same like the same thing about how great you are in Evil Dead and how great you are in Evil Dead and how great. Because really, when somebody goes to meet Bruce Campbell, that's what they're going for,
0: right? Or the, do the thing, or, do you know, that one thing. Exactly,
1: you know, say groovy, say groovy, say groovy. Right. <laughs> like, there's only so many times in a day you can say groovy before it becomes less groovy.
0: Right. I find it very interesting how fans forget that the actors are people. They're, they're mm-hmm. playing a character, and it's not personal. They don't even know you. You don't know them. It's odd how we seem to forget that. that mm-hmm. we're all strangers here.
2: Well, a lot of people, it's like they, they've they spent so many years just building up to that moment and just they can't wait to meet that person. And it's sense. like you, you've been following them for like 10 years and now you finally have a chance and you think it's going to be this huge magical moment. But for them, it's like it's just the one out of 500 people I'm seeing, I'm greeting today, right? right. It's yeah. Like It's not yeah. that they don't like you or or, or care. It's just that <laughs> you bleed. You blend into everybody else that they've
1: seen that day. Yeah, yeah
0: one and yeah, a of
1: many. Exactly, I'm a face in a lineup of a thousand more people before and after me. People are weird,
0: but that's what makes them interesting, right?
1: And then you compare to them, and you're like, "Wait, I'm not as weird as I thought I was because this guy over here is way weirder than me." <laughs>
0: Or I'm definitely as weird as I thought I was. Or probably yeah. probably
1: more. <laughs> weirder than I thought I was. Like, all of these weirdos are looking at me funny.
0: <laughs> right?
1: You know, you've made the big time when the weirdos are afraid of you.
0: It's true. Then I ate pizza with a knife and fork, and that made it worse. Totally solidified it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> Uh, it reminds me of Seinfeld when um George eats his Snickers bar with a knife and fork.
2: Yes. I yep. tried that. I've done that a bunch of times. It's actually awesome. <laughs> Put yep. it in the mic yep. just a little bit, get it nice
0: and
1: like soft. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos is going trick-or-treating for Snickers bars tonight. I'm
2: right after this call I'm going to get some. <laughs>
1: You can get them on clearance now everywhere. It's great.
0: Right. All the candy is on clearance already. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm, tomorrow it's on. Empty in the clearance racks. I know. 22.
2: it's. It, I was at Walmart yesterday or the day before and they had crates, like skids full of like the primo Halloween candy and it was like half off already.
1: Oh, yeah. Nice. Same thing this morning when I was doing my grocery shopping at the Walmart out here. It's like in the aisles are just full of like cases and cases of the the chips and the bags of like Snickers bar and score bar and all of the high end stuff for yeah. like three bucks. So and I thought, not- wow, like if I'm buying that much candy, then I'm going to get way fatter. So I didn't buy any. Because <laughs> <laughs> if it's here, I'm going to eat it. Oh, That's my no. Not- no chance. <laughs> Yeah, like, if it's not here, I won't eat it, so that's fine. I'm just not going to have it here.
2: <laughs> well, that but makes yeah, so much me. sense.
1: Yeah, I know me. Like, if I buy one of those pallets of Skittles, then by the end of today, I'll be like, man, I ate so many Skittles.
0: i will be tasting the rainbow for a while. I'm,
1: oh, I'll be tasting the rainbow for the rest of my life. <laughs> right?
2: <laughs> and I know me. I'll sit here all night saying, okay, I'm not going to go buy any of that candy. I'm my, I'm mm-hmm. going to... Save myself, and then
1: tomorrow I'll have a whole pallet
2: yeah. full.
0: It's <laughs> to know your yourself. trunk will
1: be full of candy tomorrow.
2: But if it's already half price now, is is it going to be like half price
1: from that on after Halloween? I, I was just thinking that, like how how cheap is it going to be Sunday?
0: Um, pretty cheap because I usually go like <laughs> November second or third, and what's yeah. left, like, is like they're like, please take this out of here. We're yeah. trying to put get ready for Christmas.
1: Free Halloween candy with every Christmas tree purchase. It's like buying Christmas gift wrap on Boxing Day.
2: I mean, it's still good next year.
1: Yeah. For sure. I mean, theoretically, the candy's still good next year. No. It just it doesn't make it that far if just I have it.
0: Just because you can chew it doesn't mean it's still good. Just because you can <laughs> swallow it doesn't mean it's still good.
1: <laughs> These chips are still crunchy. they got to be okay, right? There's no air in this bag anymore. But It's vacuum sealed. There you go shrink wrap potato <laughs> chips.
0: Mm-mm.
1: <laughs> you gotta stop talking <laughs> about candy, man. I, gotta... <laughs> I know, I haven't eaten yet today. I'm starting to get hungry.
0: Hey, Carlos, you will be uh, maybe interested to know that I am going to chat with Elaine Chu, who makes movies for a living.
2: Can't wait to hear that one.
0: Yeah, see, I know she's made at least one horror. Saw it, The Pregation. I messaged her, and once again... Shocked when she agreed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely you... shocked. <laughs> Everybody's just like, "Okay, whatever. I'll talk to you.
0: Why not?"
2: That's awesome. Yep, yeah, should be pretty cool. When's that happening?
0: Probably. I want to say this coming week, if she's got time, because even though it's a pandemic, people sure have been busy, and she's mm-hmm. been making projects the whole pandemic, making projects about the pandemic making projects like on zoom she's just winning awards and stuff that's but i'm like she's not gonna say yes (laughs) she's like a real movie maker she's not gonna say (laughs) yes and she said yes so i'm super excited how do you feel about watching movies made by or with problematic
2: people personally i am not against it at all i mean um I have a complete separation of a person from their art. I mean, it doesn't mean I have to like that person, but I can see the art as a separate entity. Um, because if we're really going to dissect uh, people that have done heinous things from the art, like especially movies, like they're a collaborative effort, right? Like they're, It takes a team of people to make a movie, I'm sure every single movie that's ever been made has somebody on it that did some piece of shit things in their life, right? Mm-hmm. So, if I was going to eliminate movies like that, I wouldn't watch anything.
0: I was just wondering, because I'm telling you, I I, I posted <clears throat> Jeepers Creepers, and boy, <laughs> I had a whole lot of, I can't believe you watched that. I can't believe, you're a woman, I, I can't believe, I'm like, what in the world are you talking about? I had no idea what he'd done. Then I had to go look it up. and Then I'm like, alright, if you guys are going to be this intense about it, then I won't, maybe I won't post the rest of them on Instagram. They'll be on my website, but maybe not on Instagram. What Chris and I were talking about, you have to, you gotta take it further than that then. Can't just be movies. Has to be everything. And they are everywhere. You'll be living in the woods.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like uh, any product you use, there's some pieces should attach to it. <laughs>
0: oh, for sure. And they have to work. We don't want to take care of them. So what what's the alternative? Yeah. They're people. Mm-hmm.
2: So... It's true, especially in the case of Victor Salva. Like I don't like I don't really respect him as a person, but I mean, at the end of the day, he did his time, right? Mm-hmm. Society we we sentenced him and judged him and then he did his time. So What's the problem? Unless he's still doing these things.
0: And all we can do is like make note. This is who he is. So, hint, hint, protect yourself. But yep. other than that, like you were saying, there's a lot of people attached to those movies that will only suffer.
2: It's like uh, like when we were just talking about John Goodman. Maybe he is a piece of shit. I don't know. So now, if I'm going to go and boycott John Goodman and his movies, that's boycotting a lot of things. Like That's boycotting Cloverfield, that's boycotting Barton Fink mm-hmm. and and so many other things. And now it's like you take all these projects out of out of society. It's like okay, that's that's a lot of work and a lot of art that's never going to be.
1: Hello, right. <laughs> Papaganda. Is that a minion? Yes, that's my that's my text message <laughs> notification.
0: That's look hilarious. A
1: it is. It's it's a that's my. Um, My unhealthy obsession with minions. (laughs) And then my friend sent me um, this minions meme that says, I can't clean my room because I get distracted by the cool stuff I find. And I'm like, you know what? That is a perfect description of me when I try to do anything in here. I'm like, I should do this. Ah, no, I have way too much cool stuff. Yep,
0: it's true. (laughs) That's an actual problem.
1: That's the life of a collector. Yep.
0: But yeah, I and I agree. I think it's easier to do with old movies. Like, I think I realized that um, I have boycotted somewhere subconsciously by like Woody, which sucks though, because I really love Diane Keaton, and she's apparently in a lot of his movies, mm. which means there are a lot of Diane Keaton movies I'm not going to be able to watch. The
2: uh, The argument goes one step further, too, because, I mean, when you talk about not not just the makers, but the content itself. Right. Um, it's problematic. People just automatically want to cancel it now. Like, um, when you look at stuff like, like Gone with the Wind and whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But not only is it like, okay, that was a different time. It shouldn't be buried because it should open up discussion. Like, mm-hmm. right. exactly what they did with Gone with the Wind. Put a disclaimer before the movie if you're really that concerned about it so that people can look into it and discuss
0: it, and rather than just bury it and pretend it didn't happen, right? Right. And bad things did happen, then there were some good things, like Clark Gable, if we're going to segregate everything, I'm just not going to do it. But they wanted him, so tell the bad and the good.
2: Exactly. That's the only way we learn from the bad.
0: By the way, let me just add, most of these people don't follow me, and never did. It's like they stopped in just to say I was terrible for promoting that movie by that man.
2: It seems like some of these people just troll. Like, search up Jeepers Creepers hashtags and then just find every post and shit on it. Yeah,
1: Yep. I'm waiting for flack on the Creeper pop that I posted yesterday.
2: (laughs) I want that thing.
1: (laughs) He's so cute, right?
2: That reminds me, uh, I was at Shoppers Drug Mart, they have a Dracula pop. That was like, I guess, exclusive to Shoppers Drug Mart. So of course, I bought it because I'm a sucker. And now I'm like, fuck! I want the rest of the Universal Monsters <laughs> <laughs> I got a print, and those are super expensive. It's like, ah, oh, Jesus.
1: Yep. yep, that's how they get ya. Those yep. sneaky Funko people.
2: <laughs>
0: They're try- retail
1: exclusives.
0: I'm trying to resist them with everything that's in me. It's like they're everywhere.
1: I, I tried. I tried for a while, but then they made minions. And <laughs> then from minions, they made Pinhead. And of course, then they made a Chatterer. And now there's Creeper Pops. And you can't get away from it. Pop it is. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you they're going to be like Beanie Babies. Everybody's going to yeah. have them. Yeah,
1: the or- bubble will burst at some point.
0: Well, it's like I saw
2: in Marketplace. I looked a couple days ago, and I saw Creature from the Black Lagoon pop. So this girl's oh. selling a bunch. Well, I'm like, oh, let me ask her how much it is. I'm figuring, like, like maybe $20, 30 bucks or whatever. But I guess it's one of the out-of-print ones, Chase mm-hmm. one. And so she messages me back with $500. I'm Woo! like, what? <laughs> you understand this is basically the new Beanie Babies, right? Like, you expect yeah. me to be?
0: grand for that
1: $500
0: well that'll stop you from buying them my god well, it's,
1: I've I set myself a cap I won't buy I won't pay for a pop figure including exclusives anything more than 40 bucks
0: you have to do that or you'll be paying yeah. crazy money
1: yeah and there's a lot of the out of print ones that I would like to get and I'm like no I'm not I'm not paying that money for what is basically a lump of plastic that weighs less than half a pound. Like I'm not doing it. No.
2: Right. Especially something that's mass produced like that. Like it's not like it's a unique piece of art,
1: right?
0: Mm-hmm. At some point you will find it for your number. You will.
1: Exactly. That's- and that's, that's the thing is I know from years of collecting, eventually I am going to stumble across it at a value that I think is worthwhile.
0: This is the number one place for Maccabish cults, classics, and horrors. For synopsis, reviews, and news, go to macabish.com. Thank you for listening. Signing out. Until the next one.